carry on. Hi guys. And welcome to the Sex and the City Podcast. Samantha's like, he's got the most perfect dad. <laughs> How did this happen? How did they get the message that the ass is now on the menu? I've been dating since I was 15. I'm exhausted. Where is he? Thanks. Bye. Great sex. Sugar people were like, we have to defame the fat so people. So it's like, they not go, fat you go low people, fat. but I mean, people, <laughs> the fat industry, like, yeah. the, like the fat in milk, drink whole milk, that's fine, but the sugar, what they right. do with the skim milk, mm-hmm. is to make it taste palatable. They get rid of the fat, they add sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no it's, it's just really drink true. the whole milk. This has been. Nutrition Corner Just with drink Wells. the milk right out of the cow's udder. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, Come on, baby. You're coming to the country with me. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Carry On, the Sex in the City podcast. I'm Alec. I'm Kat, and with us tonight, first name, last name? Are we down with your last yes. name? Are you, are you ready to, to show who you really are? I am. Miss Allie Kelly. Hello. Actress. Allie. Funny gal, Sex and the City fan extraordinaire. Allie, here's what I want to know from you. Tell me your introduction to Sex and the City. How did you find Sex and the City? How did Sex and the City find you? So <clears throat> when I was in college, my uh, roommate, my senior year, uh, used to work at Blockbuster. The perfect video store. Welcome to Blockbuster Video. Is popping up all over the country. There's one near you. And then when they transitioned to DVDs, they just gave her, like, they let her just take a bunch of VHS tapes. Payload. And I still had, like, my grandpa's old TV. That was, like, my college TV that had, like, a built-in VCR. Yeah. So I, so she had, like, all of the Sex and the City on tape. I, I started with the movie though okay so that was like my first hang on Whoa. yes yes my okay you started with the movie i started with the movie and then i didn't actually watch the season from start to finish until i had dental surgery and i like was just laying in bed that's how you do it oh and i just Allie watched it all the way through yeah <laughs> that is amazing you started with the movie with the you movie. also just took us on a nostalgia trip okay mm-hmm. blockbuster video yeah vhs tapes grandpa grandpa's vhs that's tapes. the trifecta his, his, of nostalgia the, the TV grandpa's that had, tv vcr combo it was like four feet long in yes. the back and the, had the built-in vcr yes. gets real hot when you oh, play yeah. it for too long you know what's funny is i thought about somebody had put an old big screen tv out like on our front area mm-hmm. outside. we live in a really beautiful part of beverly hills <laughs> and um i was thinking about he even when i was a little kid and i went to a kid's like a friend's house who had a giant big screen tv even then, I knew the screen looked like shit. <laughs> I didn't even know HDTV didn't exist yet. 
But it was all bumpy, uh-huh. which I now know is pixelated. And if you look at it right. different angles, like the color would change. Yes. My aunt had the biggest television to this day I've ever seen in a home, and she still has it. Um, they've never gotten a new television, but it and it but it looked like shit even when it was brand yeah. new. And they're like nine hundred pounds. Yeah, they're so they're heavy, huge and heavy, and yeah, they look like Hal from two thousand one: A Space Odyssey. Wow. Um, and they're all evil too, just like Hal. Um, oh, open the pod bay doors, Hal. So you watch the movie. This must First, have been a really strange experience but no, for you. But this is why this is my argument is that the movie stands alone. Mm. It's actually the first. I love the second sure. movie too. Actually, I yeah. know that I do too. But I feel like the second movie is more of a long episode, yeah. whereas the first movie I think can really stand alone <laughs> as a good, just a good movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sure. Well, they totally. set you up. They give you the background. The beginning, right. the opening credits of the of the first movie are like, you know, looking for labels, and and it, you know, so mm-hmm. it explains to you via song what right. what you should what you should know about the characters. But then also it takes you through little clips and mm-hmm. like who each character is, what they what their journey has been. So the movie hooked you. Yes. The, the movie, movie was like, I gotta me. go back. I gotta. Basically, the TV show is like a prequel for you. Yes. You're what, like, how What's your impression did... of Big from the movie? Are you like, what a dick? Well, I was in a really bad relationship at the time. <laughs> so, no. But, well, but, um, I, well, yeah, I kind of was mad. I was mad that she went, I didn't understand yeah. why she went back to him. I didn't feel like it was, like, earned. Yes. Um, but now having watched the series, obviously I watch it with a completely different um, lens. Let's talk a little bit about tonight's episode. Catherine, tell us what we just watched on the old 900-pound <laughs> standard definition TV. We just watched season four, episode nine, Sex and the Country, uh, which aired July twenty second, 2001. Uh, it was directed by Michael Spiller. He's directed some other episodes we've watched. Written by um, uh, Alan Heinberg. Uh, and we've been talking, Allie, about having you on Carry On for, for a while now. And, you know, and then it came up. You were like, hey, I'm around. Um, let's do this. And I was like, and you said, you know, just as an anecdote, you know what? episode is my least favorite episode sex in the country and i was like well you know as it as it happens <laughs> that's the episode we're covering next so you should absolutely come on for it Allie, is this episode as bad as you remembered it yeah i think it's worse now rewatching it because i have a lot of issues with it <laughs> i can't wait to hear all of them let's let's uh let's ease our way in why don't we start with miranda's storyline okay um log line of the storyline she finds out steve has testicular cancer mm-hmm. she sticks by his side which i love now here's the thing about this is what i love about cynthia nixon is you know she'll she will play the foil in an episode she will play the bad guy and in this episode miranda is very testy <laughs> She's very... Uh Uh-huh, yeah. You know, (laughs) I I feel like in this episode, Steve thinks Miranda is being nut. (laughs) 
So <laughs> when we Go when on. we come upon Miranda in this episode, okay, here's a thing I love. This is a thing I love in Sex in the City. The opening of this episode is is Aiden at Carrie's apartment, but Miranda shows up. I love scenes where the girls talk to the boyfriend yeah. of like one because it's so strange and mm-hmm. it's like you know it's like um, Charlotte and Samantha talking on the phone together alone. It's yeah, like, huh? it's like peeking into something that you shouldn't really be seeing. And I love yeah. I love Miranda interacting with Aiden in the way that they talk to each other. I also love I feel like this says a lot about Miranda's like the content of her character is she's exactly the same with Aiden as she would be if, like, it was just her and Carrie alone. And you this know, is she, after Aiden's seen her naked, right? It is after, well, yeah. She's still, like, <laughs> excellent she's, yeah. point. Yeah. She's, she's just, recovered from that mortification. <laughs> yeah. She's totally she's totally cool about it. Alec, I, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Miranda talking to, to Aiden this is one of my favorite, truly one of my favorite moments on this entire show is is Miranda saying to Aiden, Hey, could you tell your little pal Steve to call his insurance company? They can't find him and they still think that I'm his in case of emergency person, so he needs to update that whole file. Yeah, I, I know he wants to talk to you about some stuff too. Uh-oh. Like what? Some stuff. Oh, no. What is he going to tell me? Now that Jessica's gone, he wants to start seeing me again, that he can't stop thinking about me, that he's still in love with me. Steve's got testicular cancer. That I'm a horrible, selfish bitch. Miranda's, Miranda will put her foot in her mouth. Like, yeah. this is sort she of like. She didn't drop, she did not miss a beat. It's she was like, oh, I'm just like a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We should all take a take a, a a cue from Miranda in the in the brutal self honesty department. But I yes. also felt really bad for her because it was like the other women all the time are like, oh, they're like obsessed with me. They're so in love with me, and it seems like Miranda really enjoys being like, oh, what he's ugh, he's just pining after me. Like yeah. this is her one time. Yeah, right. The rest of the time that. she's like, no one will ever love me because yeah. I'm just the funny girl. No one thinks I'm sexy, and this mm-hmm. time she's like, ugh, he can't get over me. It, what's what's interesting about that is that, and this is true of Charlotte too. So you know, Charlotte. Of the four women, Charlotte is sort of seen as the prude. And then what happens is they exploit that by telling stories where she's not the prude. Mm. And that ends up sort of making her the most promiscuous of all the ladies. Miranda has several storylines where guys are like, I think you're really sexy. And she sees herself as sort of like the bookish, like smart, sarcastic one. But... What ends up happening is we see all these stories where guys think she's sexy. Right. Um, I, 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 I love that sort of like dichotomy, I guess, mm-hmm. of storytelling where the because you aren't the thing you think you are, all stories about you end up being <laughs> what you don't think you are. Yeah. Um, so it's more interesting. Miranda visits Steve and Steve unloads on her that he indeed has testicular cancer. Miranda, ever the lawyer, ever the responsible one, is asking all of the pertinent questions. Who's your doctor? Is this stage one? Steve doesn't even... He doesn't even know what stage one is. Do we think there's a sliding doors alternate universe where, like, Steve never talked to Miranda about this and had a shitty doctor and dies? I actually... I actually know... 
that we're not there is no alternate version where he dies because we're in the alternate worst version where trump is president That's so steve would be dead in our reality true. and he's alive thus proving that there can be no reality where yes. steve is dead I, I i also can't comprehend a reality where steve is dead steve look i uh, talked to some guys in my office who've been through this oh, geez, don't worry i used a pseudonym they gave me the name of a specialist at Beth Israel, who I... I Miranda, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do anything. I I have a doctor. It's no big deal. Will you stop saying that? It is a big deal. This isn't your crazy yellow toenail, Steve. This is cancer. And the longer you wait to find out what's going on, the longer we even sit here having this conversation, the more likely it is that the cancer will spread and that you will die. It is a big fucking deal. You know, Miranda... Miranda really brings it in this scene. She, Steve, he, he, he just got some random doctor through his HMO, mm-hmm. but Miranda's really pushing him to find the right doctor. And she's, she's saying you, you need to find somebody who's going to take good care of you, but Steve just doesn't have the ball to do it. I also, I know we're talking about cancer and whatever, but yeah. Miranda's hair actually looked good. Good yeah. In that scene. Yeah, it, it did. had yeah. like body. Yeah, it had a shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was dressed like a flight attendant. Uh, <laughs> Why like does 100%. she do that so often? Right, but there are some scenes on the show where her hair looks great. Her and hair this is one of like them. yeah, but, yeah. Where you, it, we're also used to in pre, in in the first three seasons, just a real incapability on the part of anyone to figure out what the hell her hair is supposed to look like. I think that her hair is super fine and they still try and straighten it even though it's already straight. That's the theory I'm going with. That's really smart. Based on the blunt ends because that's the other thing. It's like the ends are just like pieces of straw that yeah yeah i think that it's, was also maybe part partly a product of like just 90s yeah hairstyling that and and early 2000s where it's just like it was not good for anyone Mm-mm. and they're just but anything that's a trend sort of right. just they apply it to everyone and it doesn't work for I, everyone. there's also yeah. like a 90s theory about female redheads between Cynthia Nixon and Gillian Anderson, it takes years for them to figure out what to do with their hair. <laughs> Maybe the color just distracts them in such a way. Or like if you're colorblind, is it that not you just can't see the color, but you also can't see the object itself? So it's like they can't see Cynthia Nixon's hair. It's just sort of They're like this blob on top of like her head. Yeah, and they're like, I, I hope it's okay. It does look like the hairstylists give up halfway through. On Miranda's mm, hair, Com- completely unrelated. But I just learned this from listening to uh, my favorite feminism podcast, Hags, um, starring, starring. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with that. Starring, um, Ali. You probably know Riley, Riley Rose mm-hmm. Critchlow, yes. and Nicole Wyland. They host Hags. If you haven't listened, I don't know if you. I haven't yet. They're amazing. Um, but Nicole is um, kind of a strawberry blondish redhead, and uh, I learned from listening to Nicole talk about her experiences as a redhead. Do you know that redheads need more anesthesia than the rest of us? Like, an absurd amount more? And they are, like, I don't know, four times more likely to wake up during surgery? I think I've heard that. Is that insane? My, yeah, my, one of my close friends is a redhead and wrote, she had, in college, she had a, um, an assignment to write about an endangered species, so she wrote about redheads. Oh. Um, and I remember yeah. her running facts by me, but that's that's crazy. They're special in ways I just didn't even know. They're magical. Yeah. Uh, so uh, 
Miranda makes Steve cry. She's pushing him so hard so on the cute. doctor thing. That's like, you got to do this. Do you know this? That Steve just loses it. Yeah. He just loses it's it. It's fucking adorable. And Miranda feels terrible about it, but... She also refers to the internet as the net. The she net. She does. Starring Sandra Bullock. The Look net. it up. Great thriller. Also, uh, something, Still relevant. something Sex and the City canonical. Uh, Miranda equates... Steve's cancer to TiVo and I it occurred to me watching this episode which I've seen a bunch of times this time it occurred to me that like Miranda sees the world through like TiVo lenses Mm -hmm. she's in love with her TiVo she says uh, you know Steve's trying to say like it's no big deal a lot of people have this testicular cancer and Miranda's like oh sure everybody's got it it's like the TiVo of cancers and Mm -hmm. I just like the idea that for Miranda TiVo is something she understands she relates. She relates everything to, to Steve-o <laughs> with Tivo, and I love it. Boom, 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 boom. Um, so Steve gets the surgery, and Miranda's there by his bedside when he wakes up, mm-hmm. and the nurse is like, "No, okay, visiting hours." I wrote that. This is what I wrote down. The nurse is here for it. Like this yes. actress is like this. <laughs> yes, this she is going on for real. Like, visiting hours. Yeah are ending right like she's so dramatic yeah. about it <laughs> and it's, it's just so a close-up so of her face yeah. Yeah. she's like visiting hours are over <laughs> yeah, she's get the not, fuck out she's not messing around and steve's like it's okay she's my in case of emergency <laughs> and miranda's like drink your juice and the woman's drink like your juice juice hours are over <laughs> And then she's like, <laughs> I do genuinely. That was definitely eighty yard later, because she was like, oh, totally. it was like a different person too. I don't even too. know if she was actually in the room at all. Yeah. Like she, it was so close on her face. Like yes. it could have just been like they shot it after. They definitely <laughs> did. Oh, it's unfortunate is they probably recast that, and the yep. person they recast was terrible too. I I do love. That Miranda, it, when she says visiting hours are over, you're going to have to leave. Miranda goes, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, I need to be here for my... I also think it's interesting that she calls him her friend when she's it, talking to the girl. She's like, I yelled weird, at my yeah. friend Steve, the cancer patient, my good friend Steve. Oh, he's I'm your like, ex are at this you point. He's always your ex. You're just... And Carrie's doing this too with Big. And it like... Yeah. And I don't it's understand. Infuriating. Like, why are you all pretending that your ex-boyfriends are your friends? Right. They're not your friends. No, they're no, not. They're and obviously, they'll never be your friends again. There's something that you are getting from them that you're not getting in other places yes. that you need to continue a relationship with them. Also, Carrie, we're going to talk more about that in a minute. Carrie doinked big when she was with Thank you. Aiden. Thank you. And, and now she's and she lies to Aiden. Lies to Aiden. And, uh, we're getting ahead of I mean, ourselves. Getting, this is we'll the get Carrie into this story because line. it's it, all right. So we'll just to finish off. The Steve Miranda storyline. I love the look between Steve and Miranda when she's feeding him juice. As if to say, I know we'll end up together. We love each other. We haven't said it yet. We'll say it. But I'm going to say it to you in the laundry room over our son's first First birthday. Um, Let's talk a little bit about Charlotte. And then we can take ourselves to the country. You're going, going to, to the country, country now. He says, "Come on, little honey, you're coming oh, to the God. country, Ramai." <laughs> do you think, like, do you think the actor that plays Aiden just loves making up? Like, do you think he did that in his audition and was like, they like, lo- like they love 
Um, well, I know for a fact. So, uh, do you know Bo Derek? Do you know who Bo Derek is? Have you if you've seen Tommy Boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so she's the stepmother. You know, she's a ten. But of course, that comes from another movie. For she was a hot, hot thing in the seventies, eighties, seventies. Um, and uh, what am I getting at? That John Corbett, who plays Aiden. Currently, uh, uh, I know this courtesy of a, an own segment that Oprah did uh, for her own network, um, that John Corbett and Bo Derek live together on a ranch in the middle of, like, Utah or some shit. Might be Wyoming or Montana. I'm not really sure. But, like, they have cattle and horses and, Mine, like, a farm. And so I think John Corbett's, like, yeah. John, John Carbett? <laughs> I think John, John Carbonator. John Corbett is really, like kind of that person he's kind of rustic i think like he's like living his best life in this episode is what i'm trying to say yeah most weekends Bo heads out riding with her two sisters and her niece Bo wakes up in the morning and uh first thing she says is i'm gonna go for a ride today and i hardly ever think about riding every relationship needs 100 acres per couple so that you can (laughs) get a little distance in come on Bo, Derek, you're coming to the country with me (laughs) yes um, all right, let's talk a little bit about uh, Charlotte. Yeah. So Charlotte, she's ready. She's mm. ready to have herself a babia. She's, she's ready. wearing a giant temperature monitor, a giant yeah. fat temperature watch. Yeah. And like a hospital gown. Like I'm pretty sure yes. that nightgown was a hospital gown. Yeah, it's, it's really the opposite it's, of sex. Yeah. Like a floor length floral nightgown. Yes. Yeah. And she is thrusting thrusting for like Nomi Malone I'm not sure what it's doing I guess it's sort of like something about her basal body temperature and wrapping the baby in swaddling clothes there's some sort of ritual that Charlotte's doing at the opening of her storyline that Trey sees fertility exercise and oh you know what she's trying to do now I remember is that um, she is trying to summon the ovary gods with her thrusting yeah it's sort of a siren song but but she's not ovulating for five days but trey is juicy now you guys yeah she says i need you to conserve your juices until then that they're most powerful is that a thing i don't think that's a thing i don't think you can make your sperm more potent by not having an orgasm so there's a there's a subreddit on the website Reddit, and the subreddit is called No Fap. And what that is, is yeah. a group of men who've decided to stop pleasuring themselves with their hands, also known as the Liverpool handshake, also known as shaking the spear. And what they have determined is that by not pleasuring oneself, the vitality that you have remains and you succeed in other areas of your is life. Is that why? Yeah. I never knew. Yeah. So I can't tell you if it, it's worked because I've never made it a day. Um, <laughs> but in theory, I think it's, it's interesting. It's interesting and to that's read what... those forums because they're like, dude, you can do it. Like, yeah. n- go for a run, man. Yeah. So Charlotte wants Trey to conserve his juices. And turns out that when she's ovulating, when she's ready... 
will be when they're at Bunny's Connecticut home visiting for the weekend. Kat, tell me a little bit about that. Um, well, I do love that while we were watching the episode, um, uh, Charlotte was like, can we just stay here and concentrate on fucking and making a baby? And Trey was like, mother will be expecting us. Her phalaenopsis, her, her orchid show. And Charlotte goes, well, I guess we'll have to make love at your mother's. And Trey says, having sex in Connecticut? Well, there's a first time for everything. And Alec, I, all this is to say that Alec just said under his breath, Connecticut burn. It was a total Connecticut, yeah. unnecessary <laughs> Connecticut burn. Yeah, it was. Um, so what happens when they get to Connecticut? Well, they're in Connecticut and Bunny is showing off her babies, which are her orchids. She's hoping at the local orchid show or whatever it is. To beat Waxy Hanahan. Mm-hmm. By the way, I wrote that down, and then it was repeated at the end of the episode. This yeah. is a woman that Bunny is in competition with for yeah. the best orchids this side of the Mississippi. Waxy Hanahan versus Bunny McDougal Celebrity Deathmatch 2001, you guys. Waxy Hanahan is also a term for masturbating. It is. That's right. But also, what is Waxy short for? I like, what, what will is go it to my for? grave not knowing, Allie. I don't know. Wax and or... <laughs> So Bunny confronts Charlotte in the in the uh, in the greenhouse surrounded by all these orchids. Since my boys have all grown up, my orchids have become my babies. And this year, Waxy Hanahan's chocolate on will be no match for my rising sons. They're exquisite. I'm pleased you think so, Charlotte. I've repotted this one for you to take home. Oh, no, I I couldn't. But I insist. A gift in anticipation of the great gift you're giving me. Oh. What gift is that? Why, a grandchild, my dear. You mustn't be cross with Trey for telling me. He knows how anxious I am to have a wee McDougal to carry on the family name. She, she's like, Charlotte, these are my babies. By the way, I I very much look forward to having babies from your vagina. Yeah, she's like, I like, have a gift for you for the grandest gift you're giving me. <laughs> a grandchild, of course. That's actually spot on. It yeah. is. Um, also, Bunny is always on the brink of death. <laughs> she is. She's so old. I'm like, bitch, She's you should be so horizontal old. right now. She's so old and her hair is too long to yeah. be that old. It's not a good length for it. It's like you gotta put it in a bun or you gotta yes. get it. You gotta Figure get the out, Q-tip. Bunny. Yes. But but if she puts it in a bun, she can't put in one of her big giant little girl bows That's that she's yeah. so fond her of. Ribbons. Yes. Uh big, big little doll ribbon. Um so you know, and, and she's like, please don't be cross with Trey. He only wanted to tell me because I'm his mother. <laughs> and, and, and Charlotte's like, okay. And, um, and, and Charlotte is rolling with the punches as best she can. She's on the phone with Carrie, giving Carrie advice. She's at the Connecticut, Connecticut compound living her best life. Saturday finally arrives mm. and it's time to do it her big clunky temperature watch is like um beep 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 time she to looks so cute in that tennis outfit she by does. the way yeah she girl girl yeah. and she's all excited and like yeah charlotte she, looks cute in everything that's true she really does she bursts into the bedroom she's like make love to me trey make love she opens the bathroom door and splish splash schooner's taken a bath <laughs> oh schooner <laughs> and oh, Rebecca. schooner is there and bunny mcdougall's 
standing right over him. He's she's just sitting. rubbing she's his sitting thigh. on a stool. She's sitting. Is she smoking or having a cocktail? I was too traumatized. I think she's having a cocktail. It's one of the two. I think she yeah. has a cocktail. And and you, Alec, you cackled. You cackled as uh, Trey looks over his shoulder at Charlotte as he's scrubbing his own shoulder with soapy bubbles. Yes, because his face is his so... His face is so bad. It's so honest and unassuming and full of pure unadulterated joy no like, idea I'm a how- baby <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little baby in the bath yeah oh, so and schooner's floating like that's yeah. what i thought about like what's schooner oh. no i don't know why what's schooner thinking but a wiener always floats to the top i've heard that well, and that's it just what I was... floats but i'm not sure because I mean, it's not it's as like... dense as the rest of your body dude is a wiener like you know how you did those things in physics where you would put like you'd have a, a test tube and you'd put oil and water and then the oil would go under the water and it's sort of like you know make a little tetris yeah your penis is made of oil that's the hypothesis it's always lubricated i'll tell you that always that's why i can't do the nofap thing so um <laughs> so uh charlotte's like trey trey Listen, you lay in bed with your mother. She chooses your furniture. She chooses your bed. She walks in on on us having sex. She She, puts Vicks vapor rub on your chest. It's all very inappropriate. Is there any, is there any orifice that she doesn't penetrate on you? And he's like, listen, I'm going to make this all cool, baby doll. What I'm going to do is tell you a little story. I couldn't help but associate this moment where he says, he says to her, Listen, Charlotte, I was raised by a woman named blah, 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 not Ava Neal. What? Ava Neal. I was raised by a woman named Ava Neal. Who's Ava Neal? What's her backstory? Well, what's her backstory? But also, it made me think of um, the moment in Showgirls where he confronts Nomi and he says, Bully and Christelle. Your father killed your mother, then killed himself. He ran away from a foster home in Oakland, December 1990. So basically what he's saying is, Charlotte, I do want, despite my gleeful, childish grin at you from the bathtub, implying that I don't know this is fucking weird, uh, I do understand that, like, you know, maybe mothers and sons shouldn't behave this way. However, I don't, maybe I don't look at my mother as, like, my mother mother, because Ava Neal, my nanny, was really my mother, and Bunny would come in and talk to me after a tennis thing, and you're a better mother than that, and I love you, and don't think it's weird. Please don't think it's weird. Please still fuck me. And she's like, okay. Well, here's the thing. How did she have sex with him that soon after seeing him nude in a bathtub? Yes. With yes. his mother. That's a great question. I that's that's what I was like. Uh, like I know you really want to have a baby, and you're ovulating, but yeah. like you can never. Or she, I think the situation was a little too extreme for her to be like, oh, of course, yes. Trey, I understand now, because it's like he's a grown man. Yes. There's something. He's a so- yes. Cardiologist. He's a cardiac surgeon. Who whose whose dangle is floating in the bath next to his well, mom? Like what what is the, what what's the like scene that transpires pre bath? Is she like Trey? Yeah, she's like time to get rub a dub Trey, knock knock knock. Is little schooner ready to party? So oh, no. um, ew. the 
because she oh, I can't. What but, Char- we, but, Char- uh... but but anyway anyway, the, the the finale of that scene is that Charlotte throws her legs up over her head and they, they have sex. They ruin Bunny's orchids. No in the interest and, of Oh, that's right. Yeah. They brought up Waxy again. Yeah, she did. was like Waxy Hanahan won the award because in the process of banging and potentially making a baby, they like knocked over a bunch of her orchids. L O L um, I'm sure Bunny was like not even close to thrilled by that. No. Um, speaking of not close to thrilled, let's talk about Carrie's journey to <laughs> the country. So here we find in this episode, Carrie and Aiden in the midst of their second go round as boyfriend and girlfriend, and Aiden is really pushing this idea of bringing Carrie to his cabin. In Suffern, New York. Suffern. Suffern, New York. I have to give Aiden some credit here because I, I do think um, that that while he avoided um, over the course of a, an episode or two uh, kind of diving back in with Carrie because he was like, I just don't think I can handle it. Now that they're in it and after time and punishment where he was like giving her a hard time, he's in it. He's like, I love you. I'm committed to you. Mm-hmm. You're going to be committed to me. I'm going to push yeah. you. I'm going to push your boundaries. He's like, because we're in this for the long haul. He is, he is, he lives with his whole heart. You can say the, that about just, Aiden. Just for me, this is selfish. Alec, can you do a You Broke My Heart for me? We're you like, broke my heart, <laughs> Carrie! Pack your bags, little lady. You're going to the country with me. <laughs> Listen, when he said, Pack your bags, little lady, are going to the country to me. Everything Matthew said about hating Aiden completely made sense to me. Yeah. Like, I forgot how lame he is <laughs> he in this episode. He looked down and his fingers are just KFC chicken now. <laughs> <laughs> floating in front of your face. Carrie, <laughs> you like the grease? It feels good on your belly button. Rub my Aww. belly. So Aiden is, like, showing her. I love how Aiden has taken pictures of his country home. Be- and, and had brought them developed them, at them the one-hour. Our photo brought okay. them with him but the pictures are exactly the same mm-hmm. i think subreddit of the mm-hmm. show i think that it was just he just got doubles and he, he was totally did just pulling it out <laughs> but like just yeah. being just showing her the same photo twice because he knew he knows carrie and he knows carrie loves a good makeover so yeah. he sort of sure. like concocted a story where oh this is the way it used to be but look at all the renovations i've done but we didn't see him do those Mm-mm. we don't know mm. he was eating kfc Maybe he wasn't the basement of that that house is just KFC tubs. Yes, like old KFC tubs and like terrifying like chicken bones. Yes, yeah, it's a murder basement and squirrels yeah. <laughs> and squirrels <laughs> squirrel bones. I should have said this when we were talking about Miranda, but like, why are Carrie and Aiden still making out with each other in front of like friends? It's mm-hmm. it's it's sort of like this TV trope of. You know, it's it's an easy go to of like our our romance is still cooking that they like it just you just go to the make out you go to the make out button 
but you're right. Why are they doing that in front yeah. of friends? So, if, if Miranda walked in, I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. Or I, I, it's like it's like they're like, oh, all we do is make out with each other. And uh, well, like, are you trying to prove something? Yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little. It's a little high school to me. Yeah. Yeah. I. I but you know, so Aiden pushes Carrie into. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna go to the country. You're. You don't have a choice in this. You're gonna come check out my suffering mansion. Yes. Um, in the woods and. Carrie's like, good, I want to. And then she decides, all right, I love Aiden. I'm going to do this. Yes. And I, one thing I do love about Carrie is, though it's not her scene, she dresses the part. Oh. She puts on some country um, patterns. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to, look, this is a good chance to like wear some like, I don't know, fucking paisley chic yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. also, here is, and I, I hope I'm not. <sighs> I know this sounds really shallow, but being from New York myself, mm-hmm. being a girl with Carrie, natural Carrie hair, er, yes. Carrie-esque hair. Yes. Very jealous, for the record. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but she, she straightens her hair every day she's in the country. And at first that made me mad, but then I was like, she's probably so bored. Mm. And it probably takes a really long time. Yes. But it doesn't get frizzy even after they have sex in like a sweltering cabin with no air conditioning. Not realistic. I think that's the, the the suspension of disbelief you have to do for television. But I appreciate your justification of like she's probably bored and she's straightening like, her hair what because do I she do? Has, yeah, she's, she's. I imagine her sitting on the floor with like there's like a floor length mirror that's like portable that yes like, hanging and like out a the fan <laughs> yes and, and a fan so she's, she's sitting cross legged on the floor just like straightening, straightening her hair. It. I yeah. want to know I. Here's here's what I love about the show is the commitment to Carrie's character and the idea that Carrie is a city girl and that the 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 thought of going to a country cabin with no air conditioning it squirrels at the window is so abhorrent to her. It's like a, it, it, every fiber of her being fights against the idea. I mean, this is where I sort of like disconnect a little bit from the show not not in a bad way but just that my personal experience is like i like going to the beach i like going to the mountains my parents have a mountain house and so i sort of think of that as like oh it's a fun like look carrie is a person who will go to the opening night of a new restaurant to have a new experience and It's interesting to me, and I do think it's in line with her character, but in a sense, I'm like, Carrie, come on, this is like, this is an experience. You're you're going to a cabin for a weekend. I mean, it's not like, you know, a Vogue photographer is going to come take a picture of you if your hair is frizzy or you fall in mud. But I don't also, know. Also, I mean, like I... new experiences are great because you, you'll find something to write about. Aren't you yeah. always looking for material? You have to write a weekly column? That's a I'm exhausted just thinking of having to do a weekly call. Me too. So Carrie, Carrie, um, when when she arrives, she's she's trying to be good natured, um, though she is completely disgusted by the conditions of this cabin. Inexplicably horrified by squirrels that are absolutely adorable and in the window like fucking Snow White. <laughs> That's my squirrel. I've been sneaking little nuts out there and hoping he'd come make friends, and he did. You can't be friends with a squirrel. A squirrel is just a rat with a cuter outfit. That's the squirrel moment is 
comedy gold. Like it's, I feel like that that's a great character moment where when she, she sees the squirrel in the window and she just completely fucking loses oh, well, it. She does I, the Carrie scream, but I, like yes. to the nth degree. No, yes. no one can do but her. No. Yes. It's such a high pitched and, and I, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker has said multiple times in interviews that she is such a fan of like physical comedy. Like she loves old silent films like Charlie Chaplin and she's a huge fan of of like that that kind of like speaking with your body physical comedy and I 100% could verify though I've never met that woman that she absolutely adored filming this episode because there were so many opportunities for her to physically like be very funny like she's falling down she's burning her legs she's like that's she 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 makes art with her body um, none of us are mad about it I, <laughs> so if if i think that when probably the worst moment of aiden shaw in this entire series and if there's any um, oh argument to be made <laughs> about why Aiden should not be Carrie's boyfriend um, and why he should be banished to the seventh circle of hell. <laughs> it's when Carrie screams and he walks in and says, that's my squirrel. I've been sneaking nuts to it for a week. Oh, I thought you were going to see, I don't mind that. I thought you were going to say when she's like, are there any other an- wild animal kingdom things I should oh, know about? And he oh, makes and this monkey he makes face. This face where he has no eyes. What is this planet anymore. of the apes? He's like, I just, the worst. I feel that it's necessary to publicly apologize to Matthew because I now realize that he was right this entire time and that Aiden is a complete doofus. And further, I must say that I once compared myself to Aiden and am so embarrassed. You're Aiden in plenty of ways. For example, in this episode I feed nuts to squirrels sometimes, honey, but not all. That is my squirrel. And you also, it is your squirrel. And also, when he's like, when she says... He's like, you're coming to the country. She goes, she's like, we'll talk about it. And Aiden says, nothing left to talk about. I can't, I couldn't count on, on two hands the amounts of, of times that you've done that kind of thing to me in a sweet way where you're like, we're, you know, we don't need to make this a bigger thing than it is. Just, just don't make it complicated. Let's just do this fun thing. Allie, when you are we're Aiden done, in the best way. When we're done recording, remind me, I have to show you pictures of my cabin. Okay, um, is it look the same before and after? What if Aiden had an HGTV show and it was like Aiden Shaw's <laughs> Reno and it like and looks like the, the same pipes are different. You can't see because they're under the house. He's like this the, is plumbing, the squirrel though, I feed. The plumbing's from 1987. So let's. Oh, also, God. when I was watching this, I thought, was this the moment when Carrie was like, <laughs> definitely, like when she was like, oh, you're so into me, saying that you're like this monkey animal guy and like i'm like okay like that's not me at all absolutely i do think this is a turning point one thing i love about this episode though is that it gives us some absolutely fucking fantastic puns and i think we can weave samantha's storyline into this uh in order to kind of highlight some of those one of the things I think is so inspired, I assume there's a real Suffern, New York. I don't I'm know. Sure and I'm there from New York. Be. And I um, wrote that down. I, well, I, I haven't. I've been too lazy to Google it. Um, but I assume there must be. But either way, even if there's not, that's it's genius. Um, uh, and, and, and also, 
the farmer with the delts. So Samantha, so, so Carrie convinces Samantha like the following weekend to come to Suffern because she doesn't want to Suffern alone. And uh, Samantha is miserable until she finally notices this next door neighbor of Aiden's on his like John Deere tractor or whatever. And there's there's like a triple threat. It's like the farmer with the delts. Who is that? Young McDonald? Mm-hmm. And Samantha says, E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> which wouldn't work coming out of anyone's mouth with nope. Kim Cattrall's. But I feel like they do, uh, like, like Kim Cattrall's storyline is kind of kind of fun and, like, good for Samantha. Yes, yes. The farmer, <laughs> she, Carrie's cooking up a little food, and uh, she needs some milk, so Samantha uses that as her excuse to go see said farmer. I have a theory about yes. the farm, a crossover theory. Please, oh, I God, love crossovers. I love it. I think the farmer is Lenny from Of Mice and Men. Totally. Yes. Wow. Unquestionably. That's not a theory. That's a fact. That's well, a now fact. I just feel sad. Yeah. Well. Well. Him, you know. For him. Yeah. Well, of course. Of course. That's a tragic You know, but he did, get a, he did get a good ride in. He did. Yeah. And With a doink doink here and a doink doink there. All right, Alex. She goes over there Wait. to get the milk. Also, she has Carrie's ponytail hair extension from... Like she does. two or three episodes ago. Oh, that long it's ass so, extension! It was so stupid and not her hair. Also, she's complaining about how like how you know it's so terrible, but she still had time to wrap a strand of hair around the hair tie so we couldn't yes. see it. Yes, and put on that absolutely ridiculous hat. Why is she also? She's wearing two different shades of pink that are close enough that it will like never like it just looks like she thought they matched, but they don't. Oh yes. God. It, it was a bad look. Luckily, Lenny has no idea what the hell he's looking no. at. No. So she's like, I need some milk. Want to give me a squirt? And the guy's like, you can milk it yourself. I'll show you how. The zoom in on her, like, like uh, her plastic, clear plastic, <laughs> yeah. strappy stilettos. Outrageous. Wobbling, through the hay. wobbling through the hay. It's, in, it's an inspired <laughs> shot. And I, I also love that, you know, she is, Samantha is game, if nothing else. And she, she sits down and she's, and he's like, have you ever milked a cow? And he knows she hasn't. And she's like, no. <laughs> and then she leans down close up of Kim Cattrall's face with, ut- with a bulging udders. And she's like, but something tells me I'd be very good at it. Which great. is genius. Just great. Just great. So she milks that cow, but it squirts on her face. Of course. Mm-hmm. And she says, usually I get a little warning first. <laughs> And then she's like, anything else that needs... Wait, I'm making her like... Okay. She's like, anything else that needs milking? Oh, and it just sits on just Lenny's stays. face for she... five seconds. And we're he's like, dumb old oh, Lenny. no, it's just the cow. By the way, we're ignoring the fact that like Aiden says he was like an investment banker who left New York to come here. Yeah. So he's not Lenny, but I love that he's Lenny. Also, um, the stock market crashed. The, thing, <laughs> the rabbits. No. Oh, George. Um, so, but I do, I do think the whole storyline with Samantha about like how every guy 
Oh, it's, she's like has this thing against Wait, weekends. I, what the I fuck know. is that about? This is like scraping the weekends? bottom of the zer- the barrel to have a yeah. Samantha like yeah. all the guys I fuck do something that annoys <laughs> yeah. me. They want to know what I'm doing next weekend. Oh, boo hoo, like, you rich white bitch. That's like a very normal question. Her. You yeah. have like a Monday through Friday job, Samantha. Yeah. That's a very normal yes. question to ask. It's not telling of their personalities yes. or no. Yeah, they want to know when they can hop in your hole next which yes. you by the way love she's like but weekend if one more man asks me what I'm doing on the weekend <laughs> I'm gonna lose my and mind and then one more man aka Lenny asks her what she's doing next weekend and she yeah. rolls she rolls off the hay it's not yeah. just a roll in the hay it's a roll out of the hay and that's the end of Samantha's storyline yeah also what I don't know if I missed it why did Samantha go to, like, what convinced her to go to the country? With I'll Carrie? bet you, Carrie, she says that you, I was lured here under false pretenses. Mm. I think Carrie said to her, like, it's so, like, rustic chic. We'll have such a good time. I guarantee you, Carrie lied her ass off. Yeah. Because she was bored and she didn't want to be there by herself. And Samantha got there and realized, like, Carrie had, she, and she's, I love that Samantha's honest about it. She's like, you lured me here under false pretenses. This also, is not what you promised. It's so hot. Why are you wearing full length silk? Silk pants. Silk yes. pants. Like that's not that's not like You're a creating a hot box pa- in there. Let's no. talk about the yeast infection she's oh, gonna have for the next two weeks. <laughs> she needs um some cranberry juice. <laughs> so honey, that's a bladder infection, but oh. good to know you pay attention to my life. <laughs> um so the the final thing that happens with Carrie is she tries she tries to make an apple pie. Mm. With green apples, is that normal? I don't know, but she went. Does she also? She goes and sees big. She sees big. Oh, we skipped they, right I'm on so over sorry. that. No, no, it's Allie, okay. Take I just us there. I'm not. It's no, my. We have to talk about this. It. Is my podcast? Now. <laughs> Please. Yes. Guide let's talk us about there. the. Let's talk about. So she it's under important. false pretenses, no, she only, lies. The Wait. only reason I bring this up is because it's one of Carrie's worst outfits. Because from the front, it looks like off the rack H and M business cash, and in the back, it looks like there's wadded up toilet paper glued Can to the I, ass of her skirt. You're gonna love this. So. We have been doing these mini-sodes for um, this this podcast. Not super consistently. We've done four or five. Um, uh, where we kind of, like, isolate and do a top ten list or whatever. And I made a top ten list of my favorite Carrie outfits, and this was on that list. I'm just serious, and I love that you hate it so much. I'm sorry because, no, 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 no. toilet paper. It's the epitome of, like, that's the thing is I love some of the things that she does that are completely hideous because right. I think, like, or outrageous or impractical. And that's I think that's one of the things I love about this skirt and why it was on my top ten list is because, like, she can't really sit too well in it. <laughs> Um, am I making this up that when she, maybe it's a different skirt while I'm having a revelation. So when she gets engaged to Aiden in, in Just Say Yes, at the end of the episode, she meets Samantha for a drink and she can't sit down in that skirt. Maybe mm. that's the skirt I had on my list. But at any rate. This... I, I, yeah, I don't think it was this one because I well, don't anyway. remember you saying okay, Sex well, in the Country. Okay, well, I love this skirt. I always assumed it, it was supposed to look like though. a squirrel's tail or something. <laughs> My whole thing with this oh, outfit is that <clears throat> I would wear it, and mm-hmm. I can't say I'm brave enough to wear most of Carrie's outfit. But he, it's it's the shock because from the front, I'm like, this is very tame for Carrie. Yeah. This is Carrie dressing up as Miranda for Halloween. It's yes. like a pencil skirt but shorter, mm-hmm. buttoned down, and she has <laughs> like a she has a bralette, like a black on under. There's no cleaves. And then she turns around, and it's, like, white ruffles. And it's like she sat in, on a soggy toilet paper yes. toilet. 
in no, a you public can, bathroom. You like it. You I love to it, call you, it that. No, but you're right. It's ridiculous. What but if I we love just it. traded I opinions and then this <laughs> ended up me being like, it's my favorite album. I'd be like, it. what's happening here? Um, so I'm so glad you reminded us to bring up this dinner for several I'm sorry. reasons. I'd, no, no, no. I'd... I'm so glad you did because um, first of all, Carrie lies to Aiden. What she if says she, she has a meeting. Have a meeting. And she also decides to use I the opportunity to I don't think she had dinner. a meeting. I think she had a meeting, but I also think she didn't tell Aiden she was having dinner with Big, which no. is just as bad as lying about a meeting. And this is kind of what we were talking about before. It's like, why is everyone pretending that it's Carrie and Big are friends? Yes. Clearly, you're they're not friends. not friends. Yes. Clearly, you're not getting something from Aiden that you get from Big. Clearly, you're getting a thrill out of seeing him. And, like, you get totally disarmed when you think that maybe this for him is what you're pretending it is for you. Yes. When he starts talking about his new girlfriend and she's like, she yeah, cool. I'm it. cool. Like, that's funny. Ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, no, she has that moment of being like, oh, what I'm pretending this is is what it really is for you. And for me, yeah. I thought and that, that we were still, like, in love with each other and, like, going, like, charading as, like, people that can just be, like, friends. Now, that is really... This, this might be unfair for me to say. In fact, I know that it is. But I I like to remove the this episode and the following episode. I like to remove it from the canon of big storyline because I feel like he so thoroughly it's embarrasses so himself. Weird. And and I love Big as the suave, always has the right thing to say, um, you know, sexy um unattainable guy yeah what purpose does this serve he, for him it's like in this scene he's almost as embarrassing as aiden frankly oh, to me also, in this scene where he's talking about willow summers the movie star we all know starring in the death angel or whatever de- undercover angel <laughs> also, undercover also, angel why why is aiden like why is Aiden like, okay, like, all right, so Big is still in Carrie's life. And yeah. that, to me, was not... Not, not okay. Not okay. Not okay. Yeah. And we have to... And he I has guess... to still be in her life. Why? You weren't friends before. Right. Yeah. You don't need to be friends. Never then, were you with friends. With this, it's like, she, like you said before, he's the guy that she cheated on Aiden with... Yes. ...many times. Yes. And Aiden's like, all right, beep it up. Like, yeah. just go see your friend. Where you been? Where you been going? Oh, to see your ex-boyfriend who you fucked? All right, KFC. <laughs> and lied to me about? Mm-hmm. That yeah. to I me think, is I, I what... think you're right. The most important thing you said is they were never friends. Carrie no. and Big were never friends. Never. They were not friends before. Their relationship started with her spilling her her purse on the on the yeah. on the ground on the sidewalk and condoms spilling out and him being like, hey, let me help you with that. There is nothing about their relationship that's ever and been friends. Post Aiden, they're still not friends. They're just phone sex and sex. Mm-hmm. Fr- they're just yes. hookup buddies. Like they're yes. hookup buddies with a history and a level of comfort, mm-hmm. but they're not friends. So for her to yeah. demand of Aiden, like you must be okay with me still calling him, going to steak dinners with him, Carrie, get over yourself. Yeah, and like big, inappropriate. Big is now seeing someone. He's seeing. Willow Summers, the movie star, star of Undercover Angel. Carrie's which... pretty insecure. She's throwing shade at Willow she Summers. Knows. She's like, she's named after a tree. And she's like, I don't like her runway look or her red carpet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
By the way, Undercover Angel is just the wonderful CBS series Touched by an Angel, uh, which will be the next podcast I do after Sex in the City. Oh, wow. I, I I'm glad you chose now to announce that. Della Reese. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, you know, Carrie goes back to the country. She brings Samantha with her. She's making this apple pie. She's going to do it, you guys. She's going to be the country lady. That I appreciate Aiden that. always wanted. I appreciate her desire to to try to stop whining, but she had to whine plenty first. Also, but now she's decided not to whine. This was the day. I don't think it's a coincidence that the day she made the apple pie was the day she whipped out the crowning glory of her country wardrobe, yes. which is that red gingham yes. crop, crop top, top. that yes. has a built-in tie. But like, if you untie it, there's no more shirt there. It, yep. It's, yes. Uh, yes. And it's like ruched. Kind of, it, and she's wearing heels, and she's wearing heels and shorts. I think and denim shorts. shorts. Yeah. Her right. hair is still very straight. She very looks straight. like a picnic table you could have sex with. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's the problem? Uh, no problem at all. All right, I'm in. But um, yes, it's very Carrie. Yes, yes. So she's making this. She makes the crust, and she's like, she wants a fucking blue ribbon medal. Yeah, but she sees the squirrel again. That darn squirrel. That terrifying, fang-ridden, blood-soaked also, squirrel that's just the worst thing on the planet. I'm sorry, it's cute. It's a it, I think it's cute, too. He gives it a little nuts. Also, what <laughs> shirt is... <laughs> he gives him Steve's nuts. Did we already make that joke? <laughs> it's a horrible joke. Yeah. Also, what is the t-shirt that Aiden is wearing? It says, like, Santa... Does it say Santorini? That would be does. very Aiden. But maybe it does. It, well, we do know something. from the second movie that Aiden does travel. Does so travel. maybe he's been to Santorini on a buying expedition. Maybe. I Why did I turn into a fancy together. lady? Also, Aiden has, is Aiden. He has. I haven't seen him making furniture in a long time. Mm, yeah. Now right. he's building the now house. Now he's focused on water heater tanks and oh, plumbing. And, and when Carrie helps him. With the, in the mud. That goes on for way too long. I that just goes on wrote, really long. I, I, I just want to bring it up because I wrote, like, and she, why doesn't she have leg muscles anymore? Yeah. It's like she's, like, fine and she's standing there and all of a sudden she can't get up. She looks like, have you ever seen videos of, like, um, baby deer when they plop right out of the mom <laughs> being born? Yes. And it falls on the ground and it's like, whoo, 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 whoo. Yeah. And it's, like, slipping and sliding. Yeah. Schooner. Taking a bath. Schooner taking a bath. Um, it does. It's just. It, it. It's like someone. It's like they all decided that it would be absolutely hilarious for Carrie to be covered in mud and she just can't stand up and straight. It's she all can't the same because I feel like they were like, we can't like we 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 can't make her do this like for like too long. Yes. So like whatever we get from this, it's like we have to use in the montage. That's the take. So <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, it's it's weird. It doesn't play super it's very well. Very strange. She drops the pie when she sees the squirrel, and uh, she's had it. She has fucking had it. She has managed to suppress her emotions for maybe two hours, and that's all she can do. Yeah. She can't be bothered to self-sacrifice for much longer than that. And you know what? Aiden is like, all right. Okay, so you won't come out every weekend. He's eternally patient oh, and then with he this does bitch. the But he does the weird Uncle Aiden thing where he's like, shh, shh. 
where is it hurt? And he like picks her up. <laughs> he picks her Uncle up all, and puts her on the counter like she's a small child. And then he puts his hand in a pitcher, his dirty working yes. hand, yes. squirrel work KFC hand, in a pitcher of iced tea, rubs that sticky ice on her leg. Sticky, greasy KFC ice. And this dad, it, it, it just makes me so uncomfortable. He's okay. like, Uncle Aiden. Okay, he's Matthew, like, you're he's right. He's like, oh, oh, there it is. Oh. <laughs> And she finds herself back in the city, back where she belongs, until next week. Mm. And then, who I the hell the knows? I think the scene between Carrie and um, and Samantha with their McDonald's apple pies is really charming. I love it. They're so sweet, aren't they're they? So together. Cute. And I love seeing like those, like you were saying, those little moments when it's like they're not in the big storyline when they're just like yep. being best friends. Yeah. Um, yeah, right towards the end of the scenes, they're trying to call, hail a cab, and Samantha's like, they're like sticking their legs out, and Samantha's just feels laughing. like a little bit of ad libbing. It's cute. And yeah, yeah, it's really cute. Yeah. Also, just really quick, I've had this debate before. Who do you guys think is Carrie? In, in Carrie's opinion, who do you think is her best friend? I'm I'm gonna say Miranda because yeah. it feels right. I always mm-hmm. thought Miranda too. Mm-hmm. I go Miranda. I think because Miranda is the most fully formed. Aside from Carrie, Miranda, and I think Miranda is the most emotionally and intellectually available mm-hmm. to her. And, and she's honest with Carrie, yeah. which Samantha's, she can count on Samantha to support her and not judge her, which is ve- serves a very important purpose in her life. And I don't think a completely selfish purpose. Like, I, you know, Carrie shows up for Samantha. She, you know, helps her when she's sick. She's she's a good friend, I think, ultimately. And who's the person to fight with Carrie before Carrie goes to Paris? Yes. You know, mm-hmm. um, right. it's, it's Miranda. Miranda's the one who cares the most. Yeah. I, I think Charlotte and Samantha care, but, but for Miranda, it's deeper. It's more like they're soulmates. I would argue that Carrie is Charlotte and Samantha's best friend. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But I think yes. Carrie and Miranda right. are in more of a mutual like. Totally. Absolutely. Totally. I couldn't agree more. I think I think Carrie and Miranda are soulmates. After yeah. tonight, Allie, you're my best friend. Thank Aww. you so much for coming. Thank you, you for were having so fantastic. me. I was so excited. We were so well, excited to have you. We we had a great time. Where can people find you if they want to find you? Nowhere. I'm a ghost. She's a nowhere man. Oh, I love that. Um, I uh, my Instagram, I guess, is well, it's hard to explain. It's Allie Kelly, but the L's are ones. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's I'm A one one I, K E one one Y. And my Twitter is the same, but I don't use my Twitter very much. Do you lurk on Twitter? I do. I lurk on Twitter. Um, I use it to yeah. Do I even follow you on Twitter? This is shameful. I don't. I don't. don't, I'm not a big Twitter gal. I'm sorry. Um, I'm gonna follow you nonetheless. I I need to get off Twitter. I'm on Twitter (gasps) too much these days. Oh, I love Twitter. I I love Twitter so much more than anything. Mm, And there you have it. But yeah, so that's me. (laughs) Uh, Um. Okay. So now I'm gonna say until next time, and we'll all say carry on. Okay. So until next time, carry Carry on. Bags, little lady, you're coming to the country with me.